this is the kind boy from the islands. You are now listening to the Schmear Campaign with T.W. and Kirsch Cat. Hello and good evening. Welcome to episode 44 of the Schmear Campaign. I'm your host, Brian, in Jersey City, where it's 81 degrees. Beautiful weather here today. Unbelievable. And, oh, yeah. in, and in Miami, it's 83 degrees. Also looks but pretty maybe, beautiful. I'll take you outside. One minute. We might, you might get... I don't know if we have Saharan dust yet, but it has been nice. I didn't get to go on my run tonight because I decided to do a little cleaning around the apartment. Hello, everybody. That's TW. I mean, oh, yeah, that's a nice, I mean, that's a nice night. Man, it's days like this, you know, because I was on like apartments.com earlier, but I'm looking around, you know that, but it's like when I come back and see this, you know, there was one view of a place that it was like right by the Metro Mover, which is like those mini trains downtown. I'm like, I don't want to have that view, you know? I mean, look at this. Can you listen? Can you guys see this? I mean, it's pretty spectacular. You should take a picture of it just so that we could post it so people know what we're talking about. Look to the west. I mean, to the west, that sunset. Oh, my God. You can take a, you can take a screen grab. Um, I could if I knew how. Do it all the time. On, on here? Right. I don't know if you could do it while you're recording. I don't know. Absolutely could. There's, there's watch it. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how. Okay. All right. All right. Well, anyway, right. we're here. We're back. It's another week. The world is coming back online. New York City, as of, Barely. As of today, it's Monday, June 22nd nice. at 8.30 p.m. We are in phase two here. I'm probably going back to work sooner than most people. Sooner than uh, me. Definitely sooner than you. Sooner than everybody, pretty much. It's pretty ridiculous. And it, and it looks like we're going backwards. Oh, yeah? I mean, to the ah, fuck! Well, give us some context. Sorry, I, bur I burned myself. Um, I'm okay. Um, no, with the mask, like the mask mandate now, making it. We have to now wear a mask in all public places, not just when you're going to the store or that. So, which I don't understand because, like, for example, the other night I was sitting outside on Friday night at uh, Toscana Divino in Brickell, and they have an outside area. And, you know, you have to walk in with your mask and you take off your mask when you wear, you know, when you're at a table. And that's really become the procedure now at restaurants. So, does that mean that at restaurants, the customers are going to have to have their mask on until the food comes? Or are they going to have to have those beak masks to eat like we've seen online, Pop? Can you explain this? The, the, sorry, I got breaking news. Oh, okay. Well, MLB breaking news. We don't have a deal, but MLB says that they need two pieces of information from the players before they can implement uh, however many games Major League Baseball wants to implement. The first thing is whether players will be able to report to camp within seven days, which is by July 1st. And the second is whether the Players Association will agree on the operating manual, which contains the health and safety protocols necessary to give us the best opportunity to conduct and complete oh, our regular okay. season and postseason. John Hyman, MLB will set a schedule and have a season, it announces. So it seems like it's a 50-game season. 
How many? It seems like I mean, isn't this the isn't this the probably the one where the commissioner gets to set unilaterally? Yeah, but he gets What's the maximum. I think the, I think the max is sixty games. Okay, he probably should do that. I mean, um, well, no, wait, no, I don't think there is a max. I think the max is what the owners will give prorated. Gotcha. So they could implement a 162-game season if the owners were willing to pay the full prorated salary or 161 games for the full prorated 161-game season. Gotcha, gotcha. So, um, so we'll get into baseball a little bit more a little later, but um, you were talking about masks, um, and you asked me Yes, a not the movie. Um, not the movie, the, the mask mandate here in Miami now, does that mean that, uh, like, I know that we, we, we've been having to wear a mask at the stores and uh, in private places, but when, they, you know, for example, on Friday, when you walk into a restaurant, you have to have your mask on, but once you sit at the table, you can take your mask off. Is that what's going to happen now, or are, does that mean that I have to wear my mask up until I get my food? Does this mean like this not go out any like I don't understand it. It's so confusing. No, I mean I think that now I gotta run with my mask? No, so I mean is that what they're saying though? Like you have mask to Mask mandate. I know it's man mas I know, but mask mandated to me means it's like no longer just in pri in, in private places. It now applies to all public places. I understand, but does public places include parks and things like yes. that where you can socially yes. distance six feet? Yes, he, he specifically said that. Specifically said that we were actually supposed to have masks on in parks too, um, except with the exception of exercise. So well, I don't gonna, know. We're, we're going to find out very quickly if this is a an opening issue because if it's an opening issue, New York is going to. I was reading an, an article yesterday that um, the city was expecting over or close to a million additional riders on the subway starting uh, today. Starting today. This is all good. It's, so it's going to be the same thing everywhere. So, you know, it's um, – it, so the only theory that I read is is that New York has just been completely um, bombarded with it and everybody's had it here so that right. – and we won't get a second resurgence here. That's the only thing that I also – because, look, if you look at the test, if you look at Florida, Florida's the perfect example and because I think a lot of people are uneducated. Um, in general, I think a lot of people are stupid and un uneducated, but I think Where? Florida. No, no, no. Just in general, people are oh. stupid. Right. Um, not us. Not us, because we know everything, and like we've solved so many fucking problems. The two of us. It's yeah. just a shame that nobody wants to take our ideas. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's that. It's a. It's a people problem, not an us problem. Right. So I think that when I think. People Stop, are, talk it out. Talk it out. Right. No, I, I think people are at a point where they're frustrated. They're ready to get out. They need to be able to get out and start living their lives again, make a living right. for themselves. Take Vivir, me, like Mark Anthony says, Vivir, Vivir. Vivir, Mi Vida. Yeah. Uh, Vivir, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I know what you're talking about. But I think that people, the, the mask thing, I don't really understand why people just won't wear a mask. Maybe either. But if, if New York is off, like, I, I want to get, can you, pull, can you pull the screen up? Sorry. Thank you. Did, you did that on purpose. 
No, I didn't. I swear to God, I didn't do that on purpose. I was looking for my wallet. Where is it? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. But continue. So, I'm real. I want to get an antibody test so bad because I want right. to know if I had it, and if. We have the eight here at Mountaineer, by the way. Look at what's – oh, my point was before, look at what's going on in Florida. You can look at Florida, and you can right. look at the hospitalizations and deaths versus the infection rate. And the infection right. rate is high right now. There's no doubt about it. But testing is up. Hospitalizations are up slightly, but they're not the same as they were during what we would call the first wave. Right. And so, listen – the age group that's most infected right now are people under the age of 50. And, and, and those are the people that would be in the mix the most, right? Yeah, and if these are people that are able to go out and not worry about spreading it, if they're being careful, you know, if they're living amongst themselves and not hanging out with people who are themselves susceptible, then I got no problem with people living their lives. I think that people should wear a mask. I, I don't sure. think it's that hard to – I don't think it's that hard of an ask. It's, um, it's a courtesy thing. You wash your hands. If you, even if you don't touch your pecker when you pee, you should wear a mask, you know, now. It's just Papa, a courtesy thing. Papa said to me, he's like, you really want the government telling you to wear a mask? And I said, no, I really don't want the government to tell me to wear a mask. But I would love for Donald Trump to stand up there and say, hey, I got no problem with mask wearing. In fact, I recommend if you're if you're going out to a store, just put on a mask. If you're coming out to my rally of 6,500 people, wear a mask. You know, that's it, it's not. I'm not asking for the government to make it a law. I don't want people oh. to be fine. But how many of these people? Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! Protesters outside the White House are attempting to declare a Black House autonomous zone. I hope they fucking do. <laughs> we got videoed everything. It doesn't look great. It looks like uh, they got a, they got a cat trailer, uh, a, a cat a caterpillar machine, and uh, a guy walking around with a wooden board saying the people spent. So, this is down from the scene. Yeah, this is from the scene. Sorry, Black House Autonomous Zone. I guess that means Baz would be the pronunciation for that one. I just want to say that in the video that I'm watching, the police officers look like DC Metro Police. They don't look like Secret Service. They right. Well, it's probably the case. Um, is that what it says, Metro DC Metro Police? I mean, I, I, I didn't I didn't look that close. No, no. I'm just I'm interested for myself because it's all a narrative. Don't forget. Right, right. Because everything that befalls under Trump is his doing. So, like, right. if the Secret Service defend the White House and hurt somebody, it was Trump. Trump pulling the trigger. Right, I'm with you. He made the order. So that's the only reason why I'm wondering. But what's going on here? Oh, was that bitch bleeding? Probably. That's a shame. That's a shame. I think that's beautiful, actually. I don't, I, I have no, rem did you send me, hat tip you, did you send me that thing from the Seattle mayor? 
I don't think so. About the chop? I don't think I sent anything about that, no. Somebody sent something about the chop, I feel like. Not me. Um, didn't, didn't we see something about how the mayor was going to tear? Oh, no, I think it was a Fox News alert I got right before coming on here. Yeah. Got you. It was a Fox News alert. Seattle will move to dismantle Chaz slash. Oh, nice. After shootings, mayor says. That's strange. This was a oh. peaceful, this was a peaceful protest. This was democracy. Brings us into our next point which is America is America's at a tipping point. I'm not going to use the platform of this show to defend Confederate statues. I'm not. I was born in New York. I, I'm a Republican. I, I believe in the Emancipation Proclamation and Abraham Lincoln and everything right. else that the Republican Party stands for. Okay. You can't just you can't just decide that any statue of our history is free game to tear down. Right. You know the ones the ones that are fucking do it. You know, but but now it's getting to the point where every fucking old statue is coming down. And not only not only are they old statues, but like we're, we're talking about statues of abolitionists being. Um, vandalized and torn down right. because of ignorance. It's ignorance. Yeah. Well, now there's uh, people calling for uh, AOC called for, or AOC or Bernie Sanders. AOC thought, said that she's black today. Yeah. Uh, Bernie Sanders called for, uh, <laughs> called for now the uh, taking down of any Jesus, like any, any, any monument to Jesus Christ because he is embodying a white man wait i saw that 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 was real somebody actually uh, said that somebody actually said that yeah is there is a picture of like the statue in rio de janeiro um so yeah that is the new is a white christ is basically uh, embracing white supremacism and denying that christ could have been black which everyone knows i mean if people would have been either uh following the news a few years ago and if we would have been a podcast a couple years ago you would have known that uh, there was a research study that showed that uh, Jesus Christ looked like your typical Middle Eastern man. Yeah. So I think everyone agrees that he probably doesn't look like the guy in the, uh, that's hanging on the cross, you know, that we'll get to him later in the show. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's art. It's an interpretation. We can agree that Europeans of, like, the Middle Ages were pretty racist and, uh, and hateful people. So it would make sense that they would, wanna, they would want Jesus to be in their likeness. But it would make sense that he would be a typical Jewish-looking man of the time, right? Right. Or, uh, you know, the Middle Eastern <laughs> guy. So, but we're, I mean, it's not racist. It's like it's, everything's become now they're going to – now they want to – it's eventually going to be Mount Rushmore. You know, give me a fucking break. I'm tired of it. The world went and got itself in a damn hurry. Well, look, you have Ulysses S. Grant, who literally won the Civil War for Abraham right. Lincoln. Single-handedly right. pretty much won the Civil pretty War much. for Abraham Lincoln. Yep. After he won the Civil War, which ultimate <coughs> – excuse me – which ultimately yes, secured yes. the freedom of slaves in the South <coughs> – he went on to, um, I think when he was president, either the 14th, the 14th or 15th Amendment passed, and he made sure that that was enforced. Uh, the amendment that gave uh, black people the right to vote, that was 15. Uh, 
Oh no, that was fourteen. Right. No, fifteen. Um, you're a lawyer. I I I think it's I think it's the fourth. I don't know off the top of my head. Fourteenth was freeing, like was. Yeah, fifteenth amendment. Fifteenth amendment. Yeah. He he also single-handedly squashed what w- what would have been a, a major uprising of the Ku Klux Klan in the South. They 15th were rising. Fifteenth Amendment. Right. They were rising up. That's what I thought. They were rising oh, up. You're welcome. Thank you. They were rising up the Ku Klux Klan and Ulysses. And so this week in it was either Portland or San Francisco, uh, a Ulysses S. Grant statue was was torn down. And it was I, surprising I, to me. I mean, what, first things first, what's the Ulysses S. Grant statue doing in Portland or Seattle? That's, a, a, you know, it's a strange place for them. Uh, I mean, that's, well, don't forget, I mean, we were, we were heading west. You know, the, the west was an established place. Ulysses S. Grant was probably revered uh, around the entire North American, you know, whatever continent revered 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 yeah no but it's uh it it really is a shame the cancel culture is coming after everybody they're not going to stop and we have a choice we have a choice we can either succumb to the mob and allow them to uh to have their way and and turn us into venezuela or uh any other socialist haven that that's worked out so well Um, or we can make sure that these statues are rebuilt. They're put yeah. back on their pedestals. The one that the ones that should be there. The ones that and maybe promise- and yeah, exactly. And maybe also, sorry for interrupting, but maybe also uh, including more education near those statues. You know, put, maybe putting another plaque that talks about you know while this person has been confused to be you know involved with X, Y, and Z. You know, he's best known for. You know, you know, emancipating the fucking the African-Americans of the Civil War. Look, George Washington is one of the reasons why when the Constitution was written, you know, or when, when the country was being formed, that slave trading was you know, wasn't going to happen anymore. The, you know, right. That wasn't going to be a part of the future of this country. Um, right. He owned slaves. But um, not upon his death. Upon right. his death, he 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 gave freedom to his um, his valet. I, I forget his name. I just watched a, a Washington documentary. But he was like his right hand man. And then upon Martha's uh, death, all of Mount Vernon's slaves were freed, um, and that was in his will. And so, listen. I don't think that I think we have to judge people by the character that of their accomplishments. Well, but of their time. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, George Washington should transcend time because he's literally the, the the father of our country, our first president. And was he perfect? No, but no man is. But but he saw what this country could be, and and he saw that slavery was not going to be a part of the future of this country. Um, so I think people just need to be educated. And a lot of these, a lot of these people, it's not just Black Lives Matter people. It's just a lot of people who, who are ignorant and stupid who show up to these rallies and these, and these riots. And, you know, it, it's just, it's stupid. It's ignorance. It's a lack of education. Um, and it's a lack of wanting to be educated as well and have a normal conversation. 
Yeah, well, you can't have a normal conversation because everybody just thinks that you're trying to like, defend like the today, president. Like today on, on Facebook, when I shared the thing about, uh, and I won't say names, we all know who this person is, but uh, when I shared that thing about the Teddy Roosevelt statue outside the Museum of Natural History uh, coming down, I'm like, what's next? The National Parks? And this person comments, oh, if you really care about National Parks, here's a Trump article about him doing, and I'm like, I never fucking agreed with Trump's position on national parks. And it's your obsession with Trump who has now brought Trump into this conversation. I wanted to talk about the cancel culture and how absurd it is. But see, the problem is, is that that person agrees with the cancel culture. So he right. doesn't want to talk to you about the merits. He just wants to talk to you about the fact that he hates Trump. And, right. and listen, I get it. It's easy. It's really easy to dislike him, especially Guess with what? all the things that he does. But it's, but I think, I look at this country as being so, and I felt this way during Obama's presidency too. This country is so much bigger than one president. Exactly. Like he's going to lose or he's either going to lose or he's going to go on and serve four more years and leave peacefully. To, and that'll be that. But, but he'll be a footnote. We're, what we're people need to that. realize is that sometimes in life, and these are these people that want to cancel everything, whether it's their boss has a different viewpoint of them, you know, that he should resign and stuff like that. Uh, sometimes the truth hurts. And sometimes the best thing you need for your body when you have a cough is cough syrup. You don't want to take it. Trump is that cough syrup. Because Joe Biden, I think it was Trump who said it, or I, I don't know if he, if he said it or not, but I saw the comment on Twitter, and it was a great point. He says, what Joe Biden is, is that nobody's scared about Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a willing Trojan horse to socialism. He is, it's, it's what's behind the puppet. It's the AOCs of the world, the Pelosi's, the, the squad, uh, you know, Talib, oh, you're on and on. Those are the people that are going to be empowered under a Joe Biden presidency that you need to worry about. And we've said it time and time again. I said it on the sports dudes. And, you know, and, and, you know and the sports dude happens to have someone of, of color, too. And I said to say, listen, you know, Joe Biden talks all this big game, but he's not going to change anything. Everything that people are protesting are the root of the problems caused by his 93 crime bill. Trump last week was the first president that, I, as, as long as I can remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's actually come out in the Rose Garden and said, chokeholds are banned. It's no more. You know, we're going to base funding now based on the training you receive for deterrence and, and, and de-escalation. And no one's done that. No one's, no one's done prison reform like Trump has done. But, but people but ignore Joe Biden, Joe Biden was never vice president or president. He never was a senator. He's, right. he's just a new guy coming in. Right, exactly, exactly. That's sarcasm, by the way. But it's a, see, the problem the is, is that the record, the problem is, is that the record is right there, but nobody wants to talk about the No record. one wants to hold anybody accountable. And, but it's, and when it, but it's and when, Don's and it, problem, too, because he's not is. talking no, about that either. Absolutely. He needs, I said it earlier today to, uh, to Jim when I was on the phone with him. Uh, if I was the Trump campaign, right now is the time where I would, I would clean house, I'd get rid of, you know, do what you did in 2016 where you brought in Kellyanne Conway and Bannon. I'm not saying bring them in now, but they need to bring in someone that's going to focus this. And the focus of this campaign is, listen, Joe Biden, like I said, is this willing Trojan horse to an America you do not want. And it's going to set us back years and years because we denounced social, a socialist agenda and a progressive agenda when you voted for Donald Trump. And really, it wasn't the Trump agenda that's hurt this country. What's hurt this country is... The, the witch hunts and the impeachment and a virus that no one that no one saw coming and, and completely depleted our economy. All right. It wasn't the Trump agenda that depleted the economy. So, you know, but people want to blame that on him. So, you know, 
it's just uh, it's just disgusting. But if he's not up there talking about that stuff, then they allow them. Exactly. Then he allows you're his exactly. You're absolutely right. to define him. Exactly. And now they just announced today that we're going to have uh, we're going to have the debate. I mean, that they agreed to three debate schedules. that know the Trump campaign wants four. And Joe Biden should not be able to comment on police reform or crime reform until he is on record saying that he will move, uh, he will push forward, uh, you know, or, or sponsor or whatever he's got to do to repeal the 1994 crime bill. That's got to be, you got to put Joe Biden in that corner and you got to put him in that corner. And you need to ask every and, and fucking U.S. Senator. Every U.S. Senator. And you also need to, uh, and you also need to tell him, are you going to denounce people that support you, like Elizabeth uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Golazal? Um, are you going to allow her? Are you going to you going to let her continue to support you when she's pushing to defund the police? Are you going to continue to accept that support? And that's what you got to do. It goes back to what you were saying. People need to listen to us, damn it. We can run this fucking country. It, you know, after yeah. Papa after Papa mentioned Kellyanne Conway yesterday, it 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 just. It doesn't make any sense to me. She's obviously the one person outside of his family that he trusts more than she survived it all. She yeah. survived the campaign. She survived the first four years. She has she survived her husband just completely being a fucking piece of shit in every way. Right. In George Conway, you know, and I don't know if it's because her and Don have something going on on the side or and so it, be it. Right, whatever the case may be. But she obviously, to me, seems like the best person to try to right the ship. But Parscale's got to go. His time yeah, is come go. and gone. He's, he is he's a, he's a bulldog. You want him to go out there and be a surrogate. He's not your, he's not your no. lead strategist. What about bring back Corey Lewandowski? No. Why? Because Corey Lewandowski is a fucking racist idiot. So who do you think should do it? Bring back Kellyanne. Bring back Kellyanne. But I would bring back. I would bring back Steve Bannon before I bring back Corey Lewandowski. Got you. What about a sleeper? Um, Carl Rove. That would be great. Give me Carl fucking Rove. Give me Carl Rove. Give me Carl Rove. Or what about Ari Fleischer? Ari Fleischer's a. But he's a flack. He's a he's a flunky. He's not a he's not a, a leader. Like he's a he's a communications guy. Right. But he would be a great person to have be at the at the front. Listen, I don't think going backwards to the Bush era is the way to do this. I think there are plenty of people that are, you know, very well qualified to help Trump run a good campaign. And the thing is, listen, I may sound down on Trump right now, but this thing is far from over. The summer, no. especially now, people... Uh, I, I, I Trump said won this, the election in the, in the debates last year. Too. I said this to Papa. I'm me. I love politics so much. Like politics was, before I got into, you know, everything else, politics was my life. I don't want... I, I can't do it every day. Like you telling me, you, you broke news to me. You broke political news to me. Like that to me, I, I can't watch the news anymore because it's all just the same bullshit. Yeah. The media is out to destroy Trump. They'll do yeah. whatever it takes to do that. Joe Biden gets, gets by scot-free. Yes. I do have a question about those debates. The, the, the news you broke was about the debates. Yes. Um, 
did they mention three debates plus a vice presidential? Yes, three, three plus a vice presidential, but the Trump campaign wants a fourth presidential debate. Uh, three's good. I think four. Three's good. I say four. Why? Because, because you think that Biden's just going to trip up that much? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Don't forget absolutely. something. Don't forget something. Trump is going to have probably not only a hostile moderator. Anna, let it. Let, let him thrive. I, I. I can't wait. You know what? I really cannot wait. They cut that horse's tail. What if they have to fucking do it via Zoom? We're not doing it via Zoom. They should stand 15 feet apart and get them in a fucking room. They could do that. I mean, it's typically, I mean, you know, they could do it like... They're, uh, running, they're running to be... Pre Listen, if, if two men cannot get in a fucking room... Right. That's a problem. And take proper precaution, then it's a problem, and we shouldn't be electing people who are 70 plus years old to be president of the United States. No doubt about it. Um, all right. No so let's, doubt about it. let's move on. Uh, we got some sports news. Uh, you know, a lot of the news is just on cancel culture. We don't really have a lot of shit, um, you know, like in, in the animal world, except for Yogi's fluffy. He got a bath today. So that's kind of nice. like a smearing Getty. Nice. Um, and uh, and now moving on to sports. well the monkeys flying drones the monkeys are able to fly drones I mean that's that's you know I mean that's Planet of the Apes stuff right there I love Planet of the Apes I'm all for I, this I don't know why we're teaching monkeys to fly fucking drones it can't be we any, already know how this is gonna end it can't be any worse than AOC is, and her band well that's that's racist that's really racist listen uh, and last I saw you should bleep that out chimps, that was disgusting chimps can't swim. Uh, listen, I don't care about that, but it's the same thing. Like, why are we even chancing it? Why are you fucking chancing it, letting them fly a fucking uh, drone? Why are we chancing creating artificial intelligence robots? We know exactly how this ends. But chimp Next thing you know, one of them okay, is... But the apes are... Listen, I, I'm going to defend this, because apes are not smart enough to develop the next step. What they're we doing is... We don't know is, that. What they're doing is... <laughs> excuse me. Do not lash. What they're doing is they're being taught how to do a certain thing on the remote control, and right. that's all they know how to do. Right. But what happens about this? What happens if we you know we teach them how to do all this stuff, and then we keep fucking around with robots to the point where we could create robotic brains that you put in these fucking chimps, and then you got robot chimps, but right? So, you know, it's, it's time to rein it in a little bit. We're going a little too fast. We don't need this. We can't even figure out, you know, a goddamn virus, and we're letting goddamn chimpanzees fly around drones. Maybe One they thing could at solve. A time. Maybe they could solve the the virus crisis. Well, that's a problem. If they could solve the virus problem and we can't, then who's so then the intelligent we being? We should welcome then, it. No, absolutely we not. Welcome it. We should not welcome any higher intelligence. Listen, team they put us our... in charge. They put us in charge of diplomacy. We can live a, a very comfortable. Together. I don't. I, I don't trust that. This, that decision making. You, you know, they're I don't so like nice. All. They just want to be your monkeys. Are you monkeys? They have just you ever heard? Be your friend. Monkeys bite. They're fucking crazy. They're crazy. Those monkeys. If you saw the video of the one we talked about, have you ever seen Mighty ago. Joe Young? I've I've seen Mighty Joe Young. He was big. Script. Well, one, he was fake. Two, it was scripted. Have you ever seen Three. King Kong? Uh, yeah, he was fucking crazy. He was also fake, so fuck you. Okay, 
but I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking fake and stop lashing out. That's disgusting. <laughs> On this very podcast, we were talking about how crazy monkeys are when they, we saw that video of that fucking monkey, street monkey, tackling that kid and the, guy, and the fucking monkey was riding the scooter. But there's a difference between your basic monkey and your, and your ape. Whatever. You need to realize, you need to realize that you're part of the problem if you believe this. So I want you to take a step back and I want you to readdress it next week because we can't, we can't be, you know, we are the intelligent being in this world. And, exactly. once, and once we're not, that's an issue. But there's a reason why we are. Right, I know. But I'm saying let's not chance teaching somebody to be smarter than us. That's all I'm saying. What about elephants that can bounce balls on their... On I'm not their... worried about... Yeah, but elephants don't bite and shit. Breaking news. Um, MLB owners vote to proceed with 2020 season under March agreement. They asked MLBPA to report by July 1st. So, let's get into baseball. Yeah, great headline. Great so, under the market... A monkey couldn't make that transition. A chimpanzee couldn't make that transition. So, under the March... No, they couldn't. Under the March agreement, I'm pretty sure that Manfred has the ability now to implement any amount of games as long as the players are paid prorated they're given a portion of the playoff money and um, they're not going to drop their grievance. They're, that's, that's still going to be on the table. Um, so it looks like Manfred will probably implement a 56 to 60 game season around there. Um, so if they – so MLB all along has been talking about a one-month spring training or a three-week to one-month spring training, depending on how things go. So I think depending on how things go at this point, we're showing that they probably need – they're going to need the time because they're probably going to have to clean things and blah, blah, blah. So they're better off doing a full month. So July 1st, you start the season either the last – couple days of july or um beginning of august and is the show yellowstone good sorry the show yellowstone like with kevin costner yeah i don't know okay i think kfc was a big fan yeah he just tweeted about it then uh and i don't i didn't see that tweet but i just remember 4.2 million yeah he just said he retweeted a thing 4.2 million viewers really on, on, on the season three premiere maybe we should get into that yeah, I'm right. I'm not watching that. He looks good. Out. I know. You told me. It's pretty good. Um, so I think that um, – I, I don't think that the players look any better than the owners. I think all the sides are fucked up here. I think there was nobody that was willing to step up to be the bigger man when your country is in – when your country and your adopted country for a lot of these guys are – in the middle of a crisis, when people are looking to be entertained, when people are looking for an escape to their not maybe not so great reality, baseball missed its mark. And um, and Trevor Bauer said tonight uh, in a tweet thread that and and he's he to me he comes across as totally um, as like a real asshole in all of this because he's just tweeting shit from the sidelines. Like, come on, man. Like you're a player, you have a voice. You you want to talk to your your fellow players? Talk to your fellow players. 
the big fight yeah. is going to come he's out. Always been, he's always been outspoken, though. That's just it. I know, but he's outspoken in a way that makes him – that almost makes him kind of come across as like the um, – like the lone sheep when I don't, I doubt that he's the only one who feels the way that he feels. They, these rules that were going to be played under, this is not a long-term commitment. This was an 18 month commitment until the end of the 2021 season when the CBA expires. And then you're going to have a fucking fight on your hands. Right. But that governs the next five years of the sport. Baseball's this guy. They got you know the problem is is that it's, it's leadership. Was well, leadership, but all this stuff has showed that there's a lot more underlying issues going on in baseball than this whole negotiation. It's like a like a, you know a bad relationship or something that you blame it on. So, but there's you know there's a lot more uh, layers to the onion, and it's going to be a nasty labor fight in a few years or whatever it is next year, 2021. After the 2021 season. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. So I want to stay on baseball real quick too. Did you see the report of? Um, uh, Portnoy's guy, Mike Rapoli, being a potential uh, uh, partner in the Mets. And if, if Portnoy – Mike Rapoli is the guy that started, like, uh, what's it called? Body armor and shit. And vitamin uh, water. Vitamin water, yeah. Uh, and apparently – Vitamin water to Coke for $4 billion. Amazing. So apparently that, that maybe Portnoy would be a, a, a small partner in the, in the New York Mets. And if that's the case – uh, what does that mean for Frank? Maybe Frank, maybe imagine if Portnoy gives him a share or something and Frank the Tank is running the, the show. Yeah, that, you know, that'd be amazing for Frank. Yeah, but the problem is, is that, um, and I think it would be great for baseball. I think it would be awesome for baseball. That's a lot, that's a lot of big personalities, man. They need that. Baseball needs that. They I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about not the baseball. Go. I think it would be great for baseball. But the Mets are already known to be a dysfunctional franchise. Like, right, right. you know, you want the, the big-time personalities of A-Rod and J-Lo and Dave Portnoy and all these maybe other Maybe you do. Guys. Maybe you know, – I think they do. I maybe. think you do. Because the problem is baseball made the mistake not having that – not getting that chance. Get in there, five. About it from a, I'm not talking about it from a league perspective. I'm just talking about it from a franchise perspective. The, the Mets want – the Mets, you know what it is? It's relevance. It will give them relevance that they most sorely need. I understand. That's what it gives them. That's what it gives Come on, five. Get in there. Get in second. Get in second. God damn. This guy's watching fucking horse racing at 9.06 Eastern time on a oh, fucking man. Monday night. I haven't done any of it today, so give me a break. Where are you? We're in West Virginia, Mountaineer. West Virginia? Racing under the lights? Oh, yeah. They have the mount- yeah, my favorite, one of my favorite tracks is Charlestown. That was where I hit the big six a few weeks ago. Damn, I was so close. I had my, my five right in the mix. All right, whatever. It is what it is. It's a $3 bet. What's going on internationally? Horse racing, or yeah. we had the Belmont. What about the Belmont? Belmont. Oh, what a race! I mean, that was a hell. Of, I mean, that first experience, it was so refreshing, being able to. I just said, you know what? I'm not going to put on TVG. I'm going to have a, a nice, easygoing day. I'm just going to focus on Belmont, like as if I was at the track. And NBC, you know, they have a weird coverage, and sometimes they won't show races, but they, they show all the big races. And it was just nice to like, you know, you missed the crowd. That was obvious. You know, the roar. You know, the Belmont War that we talked about last week. But it's just like seeing that there's like that kind of a like good camera work for a horse race. Was I got to tell you, though, my, my mind was. 
my mind the law was blown. It was great. Yeah, it was blown. Yeah, my mind was blown when they started at the quarter at the quarter mark. And there's no one there. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Where they started, where the gate was. Oh yeah, because it was there. Yeah, because it wasn't right in front of us. Yeah. Well, there's going to be an asterisk for this triple crown. It's a shorter race. Are they all? They're all going to be shorter. No, this one is. So there was a. Was that know, was that for COVID? Was that a New York thing? I don't know why they decided to do it that way. There was a lot of like you know some people said that uh, it would give people you know an, an incentive to have a bigger field because some horses might not you know they might not want to travel all the way with the COVID for a, a, a normal race, but most people wanted the actual distance. So uh, it was weird, but uh, I mean, Tis the Law is a great horse. I told you, remember, it's a great horse. And he's and all the good horses, all the backward horses are gone. Charlotte and the doll. So Tis the Law could could make some noise. It won the Florida Derby. Um, and I made some money on the exacta. That was nice. Him and Dr. Post. How about that pop effect? The first New York bred horse to win the Belmont. 1898. Since 1898. Yep, that's wild. That's wild. Yep. Because, I mean, you would have you thought, like, back in the day that horses were probably bred near big-time stables. Yeah, but I think there was – I think after a while, it just became such an emphasis on – Kentucky bred and cow bred horses that uh, you know they ended up take, taking off stealing all the thunder from the New York stuff and and most of those were and the thing was that you had New York bred horses but a lot of the horses that were coming up um, to those New York tracks were uh, horses you know it was too hot where they were in the summer and they go to New York for the summer you know so uh, that's how it is that's how it is here but New York has I mean so now they have some of it's you know. Uh, there are a lot of stables up there by Saratoga, you know, but I know Pletcher has, I think, some stables in New York, but they're, they're just not New York uh, bred. Right. So it's, it's weird. But yeah, yeah, your cow bred, your, 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 uh, your, Florida, your Kentucky bred, those are the real. I want to go to a, uh, I want to go to a horse auction one day. That would be wild. A horse auction? Yeah. Yeah, why not? It's, I've seen them on TV and it's pretty crazy. I bet you they have some characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's funny because, um, like, there was a horse the other day that won a pretty nice stakes race in Santa Anita. It was 21 to 1, and um, it, was, it, it was auctioned at $7,000. And the race it won was $30,000. So that race right there. Wow. There you go. Yeah. That's the ticket right there. That's how you really make it, you know. You know, if you, unless you have a really good horse and, you're, you know, you have the ability to – to make the sound, those big investments and put them in the big races. That's how most of the people make it by, you know, getting it for cheap and hoping to hit that, you know, couple $30,000 races. But it's the upkeep that costs a lot for these people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Real one day, one day, one day, one day we'll get involved in one. I'm looking forward to that day. You know, you know I've always wanted that. I want one of those boxes. Yeah. No, no, no. At, at the Belmont. You know what I'm talking about? Like right on the fence. I hope to get you in. Oh, uh, yeah. I hope to get you in one one day. Or like in the actual, like a little higher up, but like in a nicer area. Yeah, but I got to tell you, like at the Belmont, having those right on the bottom, it's nice because there's really so much going on on the ground floor. Right. Well, the thing is, I think it'd be better to actually have a box because you'd have a nice elevated view and you'd have snacks. You wouldn't have to go to the – the best thing is not having to leave your spot to go to the back area. They have you know? luxury boxes up there? In the Yeah, 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 yeah. They have boxes. Not like luxury, but they're like big club, you know. Right. 
or and you, or they'll have like an area inside where it's uh, you get your you know your nicer stuff and you sit under the, the grandstand. Well, either Gold way, Goldstream has nice ones. Goldstream has nice ones. Nice boxes. Yeah, and you saw that they're building that's a the, newer, uh, but that's a newer grandstand. Yeah, yeah, they read they, they totally redid it. Um, did you see that they were uh, they're, they're how they were building the Islanders Arena? Yeah. That's been, pretty crazy. Yeah, I've been following it. It's, yeah, uh, I didn't realize it was that, that far along. No, well, listen, it's uh, they, they're under a mandate. You know, with sports seasons, they're they yeah. gotta they gotta be. They're paying a lot of money to the Nets. To, oh, here. What do we got? Oh no, never mind. Okay. What? This is just, the, they're talking about the deal that they rejected. Talk about the what? They were talking about the deal that they rejected. Um, all right. So next, uh, let me just see. Let me just make sure that we're not missing anything. Um, so, all right. So basically MLB is saying that they're going to give them a 60-game season if they get back on those two questions by tomorrow. Nice. If, if they don't get back on the games by tomorrow, they're going to start losing games. That makes sense. And remember, the players want as many games as possible because they're being paid the prorated amount per game. Right. So um, so that's, that's something to – hopefully this will be resolved in the next 24 hours and we'll be watching spring training. Um, you know, just a little bit of a, I don't know if you saw this cause you probably don't follow the Yankees as closely as I do. Um, the Yankees announced that if, and when spring training does open back up, they'll be having it at Yankee stadium. I saw that. Yeah. The Mets will have it there at their place too. So, um, so I wonder how many other teams are going to, you know, everybody was talking about Florida being the, the place to, to do this, but you know, Florida's, a hot spot right now. You have players like who? Who in the NBA said they're not going to the bubble? I mean, fucking, it's Dillis Davis, Bertans, and Trevor Ariza. Good, good riddance. Good riddance. Okay. okay, but it's a domino effect, you know? Yeah, I, I think that I, yeah, the ones that are not going to go to the bubble are the players that know that they had a big contract year, like Dillis Davis, Bertans, and probably won't get paid the way you'll get paid this offseason. And I get that. Uh, Trevor Ariza maybe has one more contract than him. The stars don't have to worry about it because people know they're fucking stars and they'll be fine. Uh, you know, it's – I, I, unless it's – you know, I, I would be concerned if you started to see, you know, really big names. Trevor Ariza and, and Davis Bertans doesn't make a dick of That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, you want to get into NASCAR a little bit? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So um, over the weekend, you know, NASCAR has had an interesting week. And I was going to actually tell you that Papa, this is that, you know, I've, I've talked a lot about it, praise a lot about how horse races really become even more prominent, prominent, uh, you know, in, in the sports world during this pandemic. NASCAR and UFC as well. I, I've been watching that. I love that. That's actually fun. Easy money. Uh, but NASCAR has kind of become a bit more of the news, one, for coming back, but two, for uh, its progressive uh, nature over the last few weeks, now banning the Confederate flag last week, 
uh, which, 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 which spoke highly, you know, which, which really probably it looks good in the mainstream eyes. And, and really, I'm not a Confederate flag guy. I think it should come off like fucking the state flag of Mississippi. Like, I, you know, I, I, at the end of the day, I get it. You know, it's your heritage. But you have to remember, a lot of people have heritage, too. They come from it, and, and it did symbolize a lot of hate, too. So I understand people's heritage aspect of it. But it also, it also had a big hate stigma, you know. So yeah, everyone needs to tone that down. You know, I'm not a pro stars and bars guy. Um, so I, I agree with NASCAR in that respect. Uh, and then this week, when they have, have one African-American driver, as NASCAR is really taking this progressive step, on Sunday night in Talladega, uh, a noose is found in the garage of Bubba Wallace Jr. Uh, actual name is Daryl Wallace. I didn't know that. I had to make sure I was betting on the right person today. Really? Uh, yeah, real name Daryl Wallace. I was like, whoa, okay, let me make sure of this. And then, real name Daryl. Daryl Bubba Wallace Jr. Uh, and uh, he finished 14th today in Talladega. Was in the mix, what a great race. Ended with a crash at the end. I mean, Talladega, you know, it, it, what I heard when I was on my way home, that there only been one costume, I mean, things about to tick up real quick in Talladega. And it was but, a uh, quick race. Once, it, once the yeah, weather once passed, it was a quick race. Um, so with the thing about the news, I mean, it's disgusting. And we were talking about it yesterday that it had to have been somebody with track access. So we're not going to, you know, I don't know if it was a driver or who it was. You know, after remember, it is Alabama and a lot of the track and local workers there, you know, they might, you know, like, uh, you know, they might have been someone that did it. So I don't before you rush to judge someone within the sport. And, uh, but, you know, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't think, I thought it was disgusting. Uh, you know, I hope that it wasn't, you know, I know some people obviously are saying, is it uh, a Jesse Smollett situation? I hope that's not the case. You know, I don't think that, I don't, and I don't, I don't think that would be something that NASCAR or Donald Bubba Wallace would do or one of his people, because he's really, you know, he doesn't need to do that. Um, so I think that's a, that's, I that's think that's a, a great, I think that's a great point. Like he really would just be, he, he's at the top of his game right now. Right. Even he's, after with all Confederate uh, flag stuff. You know? He's never had, he's never had a bigger profile. Um, I told you that I thought the noose thing was kind of like harking back to the civil rights era. Like I thought it was sure. just, it's, yeah. just, it's disgusting. It really is disgusting. Um, and you know what? I really like this guy. I highly doubt that him and I agree very much on politics, but I like him. I think he handles himself well. I think his post-race interview, you know what? He's just, he's at a, he's at a point right now where he could easily, there are some people, I'm not saying a lot of people, I'm not saying most people, I don't know, but there, there are some people who would walk away who were in his shoes. And if they were faced with that kind of adversity, right. you know, if, if he's literally and and you don't want to use this you don't want to use this term because i think nascar's beyond it but he's the only you know he's the token he's the only black guy in right. nascar and he's now creating a bigger profile for himself and nascar and for the sport they would be wise to make this guy like one of their faces i mean and i think nascar is and i think all the drivers see it's that it's almost like I, a positive Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, right. He's going about things the right way. He wears right. his American flag um, face mask. He loves this country. He knows that this country could be it, it, he knows it's a great country already. Right. He knows it could be greater. And he's doing what he loves to do. He's racing fucking cars for a living. And there aren't many other countries in the world where you could do that and, and make a yeah. nice living out of it. He's had three and be able top to advance, yeah. He's had three top 15 finishes in a row. He's obviously nice stat. good stat, bud. Thanks. He's, good stat. Thanks. He's obviously a, 
Um, he's obviously a young guy. He's going to be around for a little while. So NASCAR has shown, uh, maybe besides the NBA, because the NBA is just so progressive, but NASCAR has shown itself to be the most progressive out of the sports leagues in terms of how quickly they've, you know, we're, we're talking about internal changes that they could affect. The, the, NASCAR has no effect on society. That's not NASCAR's job. NASCAR's, NASCAR can only police NASCAR, and they're doing that. And I think that they should be. I think they should be applauded. The whole it was nice what he did with the, with everyone surrounding him. It's, it's obvious yeah. that he's a well liked guy. Right. Exactly. No, I, think right. NASCAR, I think NASCAR. Everyone was talking about NASCAR. You know, not being relevant. NASCAR might come out of this thing becoming the most relevant sport out of all because not only did they go with the times with the pandemic, but they realized, you know what? We need to rid ourselves of any racist, racist bastion of our past and this Confederate flag. And, and I've seen it. I've been in NASCAR races, you know? It, it's there. Uh, and it's time for us to embrace a, a, a new generation of NASCAR. And it could maybe become their greatest generation because, I mean, you saw today right behind them, there was a, uh, an African-American family that said there was their first race. They drove over from Atlanta today after what happened, you know? I mean, that was pretty, uh, that was pretty amazing. I don't know if I've ever seen that, you know, uh, you know, in, in, in a NASCAR race, like a full family like that. I mean, obviously it's easier to notice because there's less people there now. But, you know, like even Bubba Wallace made it a point. That's what he wants to be hey, about. You've been to, you've been to plenty of NASCAR races. I've never been to one, but you've been to plenty of NASCAR races. Wouldn't you think that people, regardless of whether they're white, Black, Puerto Rican, Asian, would yeah. just have a great time. It's a great I mean, it's party. one of the biggest parties I've ever been to. Right. You so, know, and everyone is there's tremendous love. Right. Like, it's like when you go to a football tailgate, nobody's out there fucking causing race wars. Everybody's out oh. there. I um, mean, yeah, maybe I'm yelling needle dick every now and again, but that's just, you know, that's just me being me. That's just you being you, and that's all in the fun of sport. You're not, right. you know, whatever. So, um, so this podcast stands with Bubba Wallace. I think NASCAR is doing a great job. And I think that, um, I, I mean, we've watched every almost, I, I didn't watch much today just cause I was busy, but, um, we've been watching the races. Their ratings have been huge. So I think that's, uh, that's good for NASCAR. They've taken the moment exciting. and they've seized it by the, uh, they've seized the moment by the balls. Yep. And you know what? I'm going to say it. Bubba Wallace you're our Renaissance, Kobe Bryant, uh, post office Renaissance Man of the Week. That's nice. You, you don't have winner. to call a posthumous. Oh, well, all right. He's not posthumous. Right. You're right. So, um, do we call Papa real quick? You have eight minutes. Melanie gave me a 930. Okay. One second. Let's, uh, let's see if we can get him. You should FaceTime me so that I can be in on it. And I'll just no, mute it. No, that's not fun. That's not fun. Shout out Sports Dudes, by the way. We're on their, I was on their podcast last week. Had a great time. I haven't been on in a while. Shout out to them. I'm bad. Hello and good evening. What up? How we doing? Doing great. Uh, just checking in. Uh, we're recording, and uh, what's your what's your uh, what's your pulse uh, on, this, on the way the world turns? Well, I think there's a lot of turmoil right now, and a lot of uncertainty. And having been in the stock market pretty much my whole adult life, 
one thing the market hates is uncertainty. Yeah. Uh oh. Are you are you are you predicting something? Well, I think you know, looking at the markets, as long as the Fed is as accommodative as they are, mm -hmm. as long as interest rates are as low as they are, I don't think anything crashes. But just like any bubble, and we're in a bubble, right? No doubt, eventually the chicken is going to come home to roost. Go to your head. I think we need to get Trump a new campaign manager. Uh, who do you want him to hire and why? Well, I go with success. And Kellyanne was very successful. Okay. And I would just take her out of the presidential counselor office, which basically, she, I don't know what she does. Yeah. She provides him services. Advice. Yeah. Hey, what, your son came out. Your son came out with something interesting, and I agree with him. What about Carl, his Carl sleeper? Rose? No, ask him his sleeper. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I. You know, no. You know, I saw Carl this morning on. Uh, Fox, How's he doing? Uh, not on Fox Sports, but the show afterwards, and he's spoke a lot about Trump. And you know, I kind of got the feeling that he was pushing in that direction. Like, I'm here to help. Right. He needs to be. I think that's a great idea. But I, you know, I, would, and I would welcome that right. because obviously he's had a lot of success. Why would you die? In a good way, Brian? Remember one thing. My Wait. heart would, like, Bushes flutter. Hate Trump. What's that? The Bushes hate Trump. Yes, I know. Yeah, but Carl but is not. I think Carl Rove is a loyal guy. Yep. And yeah, but okay. Carl has not been a never-Trumper. He said that first is saying your son is saying that uh, that Karl Rove has never been a never Trumper. No, he's not a never Trumper. At least not, you know, to the point where he's a Fox contributor and he's making his two and a half million on top of whatever else he does. But you know, uh, I still think he would have to. I love this. I love this idea. We need to get Karl Rove to be the new campaign manager. I think it would be an amazing move. You I think it would be an amazing move. You want me to start a change.org position? I think yeah, please. Can you do it? Can we start a moveon.org position? I'm sorry, say again? Uh, we're going to start a petition for Carl Rove uh, to be the, the new campaign manager. Okay, you starting it, send it to me for signature. I, I, you, I would hope you're number one. Okay, I will be. Uh, let me ask you a question before I got to go. Uh, how much does an Oscar yeah. weigh? 6.9 pounds. Love you. Love you. Okay. All right, and let's end it with the Bible. Let's end it with the Bible. We're entering a big phase here. What do we got? <sighs> Genesis 2. So the heavens and earth and everything in them were completed. By the seventh day, God completed his work and he had done. And he had rested. And on the seventh day from all of his work that he had done. God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, for on it he rested from his work of creation. That was the seventh day. And that was rest. I think we called that last week. Called that, that last was, that week. Was, we we yep. said, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Nice. Look at um, us. And just another preview. I'm just. So are we done with Genesis? Does that mean we're finished? No, Genesis? we're still in Genesis. Um, okay. But we're moving on to a new part of Genesis. We're in chapter two? 
well, yeah, well, now we officially entered. But now the headline into the next portion is man and woman in the garden. So this is going to be, we're going to understand, we're going to learn more about human interaction. This is going to be Adam and Eve. Got you. Um, how do you start a change.org position, petition? Why do I, I don't know. Position? I don't know, but that's something you should know or Papa would know. Change.org, start a petition, politics, continue. What do you want to achieve? Carl Grove <laughs> to lead. To become, no, to say Trump, Carl Rove to be Trump campaign manager. To be Trump campaign manager. Continue. Petition target. Who has the power? Choose the recipients of your petition. United States of America. Donald J. Trump. We're just sending it to him? I'll send it to anybody you want me to send it to. Okay. I, w I want it to be available to the United the people of this country. Well, no, everybody can sign it, but it's going to go to him. Oh, you're saying, oh, got you. Okay, that makes sense. Yes, to the desk of Donald J. Trump. Okay, I have to explain the problem I want to solve. I want to keep America great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, simple. Keep Hello? America great. Okay. All right. We're, we're pretty much out of time, so I just want to bid everybody adieu. Okay. Um, have a great week. We're, we're in phase two here in New York City, and we'll... Uh, we're in know, phase two here, so... Yeah, and we'll uh, wear your mask if you're in wear Miami Wear your mask, Dade. please. Yes, yes, absolutely. And anywhere, but now in Miami-Dade, you have to. Be mindful. Be mindful. Uh, have a great week, everybody. Much love. See ya.